Welcome to Inside Muskegon, featuring Jason Pisecki. Now, Inside Muskegon. Welcome to Inside Muskegon. This is episode number 17. I'm Jason Pisecki. The Inside Muskegon podcast is a weekly show featuring interviews with community leaders and comments from everyday people from Muskegon, Michigan. The goal of the podcast is to engage Muskegonites in a dialogue about the issues that affect our everyday lives. This week's show features an interview with Bruce Bowman, a commentary on the interview, listener feedback, and information on contacting Inside Muskegon. As I said, our interview this week is with Bruce Spolman, the Chief Operating Officer at the Muskegon Family YMCA. I'm here with Bruce Spolman, the Chief Operating Officer at the Muskegon YMCA. Thank you for taking the time out with Inside Muskegon today. Thanks, Jason. I'm glad to be here. Why don't we start out by talking a little bit about your background? That'd be great. I probably am one of the people that can honestly say that I really did grow up at the Muskegon Y back when... Uh, even to as a two-year-old taking swimming lessons at the old Y, of course, and all the way through high school, um, and really enjoyed that heritage of being part of that, exploring the different parts of the Y, and being involved in different programs, and volunteer leadership, as well as the swim team and those. And that was a real critical part of our family, being whole family nights and spending time there. So that um, the Muskegon Y was a real part of our family. And all the way to skip into after graduate school, I had a chance to work for a YMCA near Jackson, Michigan. It was out of the Toledo Y and actually worked there for five years. So that's uh, just a quick background. If I can go in a little more detail, I'd be happy to, but that brings you up to date with the Y part. Share with us the history of the Muskegon YMCA. Muskegon Family YMCA is our current name and what we thought. We've gone through some metamorphosis. We started out as a YMCA. When we first met at the um, Congregational Church in 1871, so that's what we have as our our actual beginning. There was a first meeting formed as the YMCA, so it has that heritage. Um, skipping up to a number of years um, to um, Charles Hackley, Charles M. Hackley, which was Charles H. Hackley's son, had a pretty significant part in helping the Y um, really get a good start, and that was more like in 1916, and then soon after the building was built on clay, and all the way to some, in the 70s, there was a merger with the YWCA, and that's where there's some confusion that instead of having the YM or YW, we actually went to YFCA to emphasize the family, and then up to just a few years ago, we've incorporated our name as a Muskegon Family YMCA. So that's where we've evolved. Going back and having such a rich history in Muskegon, being here for well over a century, talk about some of the involvement of the Y in the Muskegon community. Oh, that's a good point. There's, I, th- I think that from our own ex- my own experience, which I mentioned earlier, as far as being part of the family um, backgrounds, what we would do on Friday nights and family nights, to um, Saturday mornings where kids would have their own special programs. The Y really has been one of those cornerstones of the community where people were able to um, not only get relationships with each, with their own, within their own families, but learn, get to know other families. And it would be a ritual that they would go there um, on those different evenings. And they, 
if anybody had learned to swim, the Y was the place to do it. That really happened to the, the pool and the swimming program really was a cornerstone to that as well. Well, Muskegon County has a well-documented obesity problem. Uh, what can the Y and health clubs in general do to help with that? Well, it's certainly been identified pretty well for us and unfortunately for the rest of the country, and that's, it can be beat. That's the, that's the kind of thing that we have to do. We have to, um, we're very um, committed to dealing with an issue like that. There's, it, um, it's part education. Um, people don't understand that often it takes it costs more to eat healthy, and there are alternatives that they can make to be able to change those lifestyles. So we're helping them to make good choices in how they're doing it, in uh, what they're purchasing and how they're eating, all the way to the idea of um, developing healthy habits where you have relationships. It's so much easier. In fact, we've I was just talking earlier to someone about exercising and. Um, people always um, say, I used to do that, or I, I'd like to do more. But when you have a class, then you have a commitment with relationships with other people. And get starting it with kids and the whole education part and getting them involved in classes really, I think, is one of the key programs that we can offer. There's a, if I could add one more thing, there's a, a program that we've worked with in, with United Way and a m- number of other agencies called Lights On After School. And that's one of the initiatives that we are working with to help um, educate and actually have a chance for kids in different programs to be able to um, develop those better lifestyles. There's another program um, through it's a YMCA initiative called Activate America, and that um, that will be coming locally. And uh, you'll be seeing that very soon in terms of when we roll that out. But that is all involved about lifestyle and looking at um, not just something that starts and stops like a diet, but something that you actually incorporate. Great. You touched on the role of the family there in this in this health problem. What about the uh, part that employers can play with encouraging physical fitness with their employees? Well, that's certainly been documented well in terms of wellness programs where companies actually can save money by getting encouragement to their employees to exercise regularly and um, having that, whether it's stress relief um, as a bonus to just uh, maintaining healthy weight or just overall healthfulness through a program like that. Um, we work with different employers in the county where they some will subsidize memberships and that's often based on number of visits for their employees. So it's a real documented, easy to, we can, we show how many times employees have visited and they reach a certain number and that's a percentage based on what the employer will often reimburse. So there's that as well as you can go all the way to some employers will subsidize the entire membership. What about the importance of fitness given the skyrocketing medical costs going on in this country? Well, that is another good point too, because talk about something being documented that's um that is the kind of thing that is shows a lot of correlation and if people have not only the healthier uh lifestyle and the um physical fitness part of it but when they do exercise on a regular basis they have better social um adaptability they have better mental health and the whole 
point about the why, that's a little bit different in some other situations is we go back to the whole triangle of spirit, mind, and body, and we try to work with all different um, aspects so that's more of a wholesome um, approach. What are some incentives to join the Muskegon YMCA? You feel better. <laughs> that's that's, that's uh, certainly one of them. And we have something where it's you, you, you feel like you belong. You have people that are welcoming, welcoming, welcoming you as you come through. We have a variety of different programs. And some of the things that we do in terms of classes, we have traditional classes, whether it's Pilates, aerobics, and swimming lessons. But we do work with... Uh, members just last week i was talking to some um, members that were interested in starting a ballroom dancing and so that will be actually be starting um, in a couple of weeks we'll be offering ballroom dancing and we try to listen to those people that want to do different kinds of things what makes the uh, muskegon y unique from other health clubs in the area Ah, what a opportunity to be on a soapbox that's and that's your chance (laughs) (laughs) that is the uh the fact that it's family focused um, is certainly a big um, characteristic or defining characteristic that we that we have, and just those those three the whole spirit mind and body aspect we are very inclusive well, we don 't like to be um, thought of as um, we 're not the we 've gone through different phases in the past number of years some people thought well i can 't go to y because i can 't afford it other it 's just a um, it 's another type of a country club membership. Other people say, well, I don't want to go to the Y because it's mostly for inner city people. Or somebody say, you know, it's just for people that have a particular faith or denomination. And, you know, I guess we are reaching crowds when we have those different views because we are inclusive and we are um, interested in working with everybody in a positive manner. There's been a lot of news lately about some of the changes going on at the Y. Uh, could you share with us some of that? Sure. The uh, Community Foundation has been an incredibly strong partner with us in um, making a commitment along with a very strong number of individuals or with um, pretty much reinventing the YMCA in Muskegon and once again regaining more of a foundational piece there. There's been numbers of different people that have shown personal commitment. Um, there's people that, and foundations, the Community Foundation has been able to offer financial backing that um, are enabling us to, um, they've, made a, they've made an investment is what they've done. And we, are, we will be um, working our way towards solvency and um, being able to present the kind of programs where as a self-sufficient organization, we're not just going to get by, we're going to be leading the county and other similar kind of providers to be able to meet the needs of the people. Now on to our final question. You have one minute alone with a person considering joining the Muskegon YMCA. Make your pitch to get them to join the Y. Well, that's something else that um, I've recently actually been formulating a different approach to because as I, the more people I talk to and experience I have with local and national YMCA people, it's it's not about trying to have an elevator pitch that says, you know, here's all the features that we have at the particular program, although we will be glad to show people a tour. What really has sold me and continues to help me to talk to other people about the Muskegon Y is finding out what people's needs are 
and we said we find it, it may be an exercise program, it may be some social interest that they have, but what we really like to do is interview people and find out what it is they're looking for, and then we can show the benefits of being part of the Muskegon Y and how those can um, help them meet those needs, whether it's personal needs, family needs, um, or specific uh, goals that they might have. Well, thank you very much. I really appreciate your time today. Great, Jason. Happy to be here. The YMCA has been a Muskegon hallmark for well over a century. They have a beautiful facility on Muskegon Lake with a huge swimming pool, free weights, spinning racquetball courts, indoor-outdoor tracks, aerobics, not to mention the youth sports leagues that many of us grew up playing in. Right now, the Y is going through a major transition in leadership, and they need our support as a community to survive. The Muskegon YMCA serves over 3,800 members. That includes 821 families and over 860 children that participated in summer camp at Camp Pendaluan, as well as 1,400-plus youths that attended the Y's Peck Street Activity Center. So as you can see, the Y is much more than just the downtown location. Now, Muskegon has a well-documented obesity problem. We are out of shape here. There is no sense in sugarcoating it. And being active in a place like the Y is something that we can all do as a community to live longer, to live healthier lives, to cut down on health care costs, and just in general improve the quality of our own personal lives. So I would encourage anyone, if whether it's the Y or another health club in the area, to become active, get your kids active. I mean, the worst thing that we can see is some of our kids that are experiencing some of this overweightness and obesity and just get out and start doing things and the Y is a great place to do that. So for more information on the Muskegon Family YMCA, visit muskegonymca.org. I'm going to move on now to some listener feedback and one of the best things about podcasting and podcasts in general is that they can reach anyone interested in the subject matter of the podcast anywhere in the world. And that leads to our listener feedback comment this week that I want to highlight. And this is from Jill in Cedar Hill, Texas. And she says, being a Mark Grimet fan, I loved hearing about the Winter Sports Complex. It made me want to jump aboard my Learjet, head up there to ski, sled, or skate. Except I don't have a Learjet or ice skates anymore. Anyway, listening to you guys makes me homesick. Helps me keep up with my old hometown, and I always enjoy hearing those West Michigan accents. Well, thank you very much, Jill. I thought that was a really great comment, and it's cool to hear from someone that is out of state and keeping up with what's going on here in Muskegon. Now, I don't know how soon you'll be able to use the prize for the uh, for your listener feedback comment, but you are the winner of two luge passes and two skiing passes at the Muskegon Winter Sports Complex. So why don't you shoot me off an email to jason at insidemuskegon.com, and we'll try to hook up next time you're in town and I can get you the passes and maybe you can go uh, check out the Winter Sports Complex and uh, do the luge uh, once you get that Learjet. Comments like that one from Jill really are the most rewarding part of doing the podcast for me. It just makes me feel good and like the time I am spending is well worth it when someone down in Texas picks up the podcast or someone in Minnesota and they make a comment and they take the time out of their schedule to post something on the website and listen to the podcast. I mean, it really does make me feel good. So I really appreciate the feedback. Keep them coming and I'll do my best to keep getting out there and talking to people that you want to hear from. So if you have any suggestions, anyone out there, maybe you've moved out of the area and there's someone 
around Muskegon that you'd like to hear from or get an update on, shoot me an email and we can uh, get in touch with them. Now, as always, there are two ways to leave feedback on the podcast. You can post messages to the website at InsideMuskegon.com or use the listener feedback voicemail at 231-354-2332. That brings us to the conclusion of episode number 17 of Inside Muskegon. For more information, visit our website at InsideMuskegon.com. Inside Muskegon is produced by Jeremy Sear. For Inside Muskegon, I'm Jason Pisecki. Feedback is welcome at Jason at InsideMuskegon.com. This has been the Inside Muskegon Podcast. Comments are welcome through our website or by emailing jason at insidemuskegon.com.